family and welcome back to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word okay today our scripture comes from the first book of samuel the 17th chapter verses 34 through 36 and i'm going to read from the message bible Mm, trying to change things up for you. And it reads, David said, I've been a shepherd tending sheep for my father. Whenever a lion or bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I'd go after it, knock it down, and rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I'd grab it by the throat, wring its neck, and kill it. Lion or bear, it made no difference. I killed it. And I'll do the same to this Philistine pig who is taunting the troops of God alive. God who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear will deliver me from this Philistine. This is the statement that David makes to King Saul in reference to Goliath. David has gone to the front line to bring his brothers some lunch. Of course, fighting was different in that time of day, right? Going to bring people lunch on the front line wouldn't happen today. But anyway, um, when he gets there, David becomes furious because he sees how the men of Israel are cowering toward Goliath and the Philistines, just cowering down, you know, scared. And so he volunteers to fight them. The significance is that David is a teenager. He's not a man yet. He's not fighting age. However, we see that he very much had a warrior spirit. Of course, when he volunteered, King Saul was like, wait, what? You're not qualified, bruh. (laughs) Of course, Greta Bennett interpretation, which leads us to this passage. And what David is really doing is he's listing his credentials or his resume which boils down to, yeah, I'm a shepherd, but I do whatever I have to do to protect my flock. Bear, lion, doesn't matter. I'll take care of it. Can you hear the confidence in David? I can. At such a young age, too. His confidence, though, comes not from the fact that he killed the bear or the lion, but that he knows that it was God who gave him that ability to kill the bear and the lion. The last verse states it. It says, God who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear. He knows that his strength comes from God. He knows that. And so his confidence is based on the relationship that he has with God, what God has done for him in the past. He knows that he'll continue to do it for him in the future. What I believe David has experienced in essence is, you know, God walking in the cool of the day in the garden. Remember in Genesis, we read that a couple of episodes and I talked about how I want to get back to that day of having God walk in the coolness of the day with me. I think that's what David experienced. God being there with him in the fields where he's out there all by himself, nothing but sheep, himself and God. And that intimacy that was developed between David and the Lord. 
And so that gave him the assurance that he can tackle anything. That assurance in the relationship that he had with God. And we see that in his Psalms, right? To David, Goliath was no different than what he had been experiencing with the sheep. These scriptures attest to that. And oftentimes, our enemy, who roams around seeking to destroy us, tries to make us think that what we are currently experiencing is like nothing we've ever experienced before. And while there's a certain truth to that, the reality is God has given us the tools so that we will be victorious in the current situation or season. God works by what I'm calling the law of compounding experiences. And I'm sure you know the the term compound interest, right? Um, In money matters where you're, you're having interest in your savings account or money market account. And so there's a certain rate, 2%, that applies every day. But as the days continue to come and go, the amount that that same interest rate is applied to gets larger and larger because it's compounded. Well, I believe this, that God uses our experiences like that, compounding experiences, the same concept. God takes the various experiences that we go through in our lives We may not be able to see it, but those experiences, they build upon each other. God uses them to develop us or to build us up in character and in faith. So the current may look scary. The season that you are in may look scary and different. And the enemy is screaming in your ear, what are you going to do? You can't handle this. You're going to fail. But what we need to do as children of the Most High God is listen to the quiet voice of the Holy Spirit that says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. This season isn't too difficult because God is with you and he has equipped you through the skills and the tools that you have, not only to go through this season, but to emerge victorious. That's what the Holy Spirit will say to you, but you got to listen. When I was faced with caregiving for mama, I freaked. I told you that, right? Just kind of freaked. But all of the skills that God used in the army to develop me ended up being key in my caregiving, planning, critical thinking, confidence in who I was as a leader, right? I had a certain cockiness (laughs) and a network of colleagues and friends to keep me encouraged, but also to provide contacts and other services. That was developed through my deployments and through the various jobs that I had in the military. So what I heard the Holy Spirit tell me was, caregiving is going to be no different than a new assignment, Greta. You must use your critical thinking skills to anticipate the future needs of your mom. You must begin planning for interruptions in your routine. Get used to it. You must organize her health care and, and the things that you're going to do for the day to in- include her and to keep things going and to build memories. You have to cover her with prayer and lavish her with love. You've done all of this before with your troops. What's the big deal? <laughs> so you see, David and I understood that our skills come from the Lord. And as long as we continue to place our trust in him, 
we could defeat Goliath. In my case, caregiving was Goliath, not Alzheimer's, the disease that mama had. It was actually caregiving that was the barrier. How was I going to do that? The disease was almost immaterial at this point. It was just how was I going to, how was I going to care give for a mother who had this disease? Today, I want you to get with the Holy Spirit. I want you to allow him to guide you through, through your life experiences. I want you to look at those life experiences and see how they prepared you for what you're going through now. Whether it's caregiving, a new job, a new relationship, or perhaps now you're on your own or you're an empty nester. You see, my new season now is that I no longer have to put someone else's needs ahead of my own. And for the first month after mama passed away, it was kind of weird because people would call me and say, hey, you want to go out on Saturday? And immediately I would be like, well, no, I can't. Wait a minute. Okay, I don't have a response. Okay, yeah, I, I, I can go. Hey, you want to do something tonight and grab some dinner, you know, after five o'clock, which is when DeBoer would leave? I'd say, well, no, I can't. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can. But then what I heard the Holy Spirit tell me was, remember the life that you had prior to mama coming to live with you? And I'm like, yeah, he was like, well, that's the life that you now have. <laughs> you didn't have to worry about anyone before my you have to you have to go back to that mindset and so then I was like oh okay so once again I already knew what that was like so what is yours what what are the experiences that God has given you that's what I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to to help you walk down memory lane to notice that and acknowledge that you have what you need for this season God never just flings us into a situation. That's not who our God is. Now, the enemy wants us to think that, but that's not how God is. God always equips us, and he can he equips us through that compounding experience that I've just coined, and then sometimes he will just bring it to you that you need it for that time. But he always prepares us for the next season. He never leaves us alone. So I want you to know, that you can slay bears, that you can slay lions, that you can do all the things that you need to do, that your resume is pretty well developed (laughs) for your current season. And it's because your strength comes from the Lord. Allow him to continue to strengthen you. Allow him to continue to cover you. And just know that he's with you. Let's pray. Our Lord and our God, Help us to develop an intimate, close relationship with you and to not be so short-sighted in the experiences that we go through day to day to not realize that you are using them to equip us for the next season, to equip us for the road ahead, to build us up in faith in you and to develop the character of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of those things that are the fruit of the Spirit that will allow our witness for you to shine miraculously. Help us to be confident as we see David being confident in his shepherd ability, that being a shepherd did not keep him out of the fight from 
defeating a giant. That what we're doing now, caregiving, stay-at-home mom, whatever it is, that it is never a lowly position, but that you are using that to allow us to go on to the next season. Help us to fully appreciate the current season that we're in so that we can allow you to cultivate the confidence and the faith in you, that we grow closer to you, that we realize that it isn't us, that it is you, and to give you all the glory and the praise. Bless each and every person who's listening to this podcast. Help them hear you and not me, and help them know that you love them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, my dear caregivers, I want you to go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.